Welcome to the More Than Corporate podcast, where we discuss finding fulfillment, defining success, and living your best life. There's no roadmap to success, no one-size-fits-all answer to fulfillment. I believe it requires us all to be vulnerable and authentic about what we want to accomplish and have the courage to step out of our comfort zone to chase our dreams. Keep listening to hear stories from inspiring people who make it their mission to live their best life every day. Welcome back to the show, everyone. My name is Amber Furman, and this is episode 48 of the More Than Corporate podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the More Than Corporate podcast podcast. This week, I have the second half of the interview with Michael Faber. If you missed the first half of the interview, you'll want to go back and check that out. That launched last Monday. The interview really was pretty fantastic. Michael talks about so much of the things in his life that have led him to where he is now, including the loss of his brother and his childhood and the struggles that he had with finding the right outlet for some of the things that he was feeling. We talk a lot about the fact that so many people experience very similar things at a fundamental level and they come they show themselves outwardly in a different way. And so when we see somebody who's acting out or when we see somebody who is achieving at a high level, we praise the person who's achieving at a high level and we criticize the person who's acting out. And most of the time, or some of the time at least, if you were to really take a look at what they are feeling on a fundamental level and what they're dealing with, it's the same. It's just showing itself in very, very different ways. So that was an interesting part of last week's interview. Michael continues talking about what he's doing now with the Unleash You event and the Unleash You family and with the foundation. And we get into the random round with him in this half of the episode. If you did miss last week's episode, just to remind you a little bit of who Michael Faber is. He is a father, a son, a serial entrepreneur, author, coach, strategist, and executive director of the Joseph Patrick Faber Memorial Foundation, named in the honor of his brother. He's the founder of Unleash You Now, and the goal of Unleash You Now is to unleash every single person's greatness on this earth. He also has this dream to end suicide and self-injurious behavior. He believes we can do this through deeper levels of connection. If you ever heard him talk, you know that his motto is to never die twice. And he talks about that never die twice mentality in this half of the episode as well. Before we jump into the second half of the interview with Michael, I wanted to ask you guys if anything resonates with you out of any of the episodes that you listen to. I would love to know what that is. If you take a screenshot of your phone or take a picture of your computer as you're listening to it and tag me on either Instagram or Facebook, I would love to know what episodes are resonating with you. And I'd love to chat with you guys about what you want to hear on the show, what guests you may want to have, things to that effect. So please feel free to reach out to me and I'd love to have those conversations. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the second half of the interview with Michael Faber. As far as practical advice for anybody who's out there saying I should write a book, um, other than just do it, what practical advice do you have for someone? I'm so happy you asked this question. And before I came, before doing the show, uh, this is how much I trust and believe in you, right? I had no questions that I knew of for doing this, right? Like that's how much I trust and believe in what you do that, uh, that I set myself up to, that could have been a, a huge snowball on me. And I was just like, let's do it. I don't care. 
And that's a great question. I'm going to answer this like I knew it. That's why I'm saying this. I'm going to answer it like I knew you were going to ask that question, even though I didn't. But there's this great program on Unleash You Now. And it's how to write a book. <laughs> you're welcome. And it's how, to write, it's how to write a book. And it goes through all the stages. But really, um, if you're asking for something that you don't have to go purchase a program through Unleash You Now, I would say, I would say, be your structured. Whatever structure is to you, be your structure. And don't fall into the trap. They have to do it some certain way. Like they, like everybody did it before. You don't have to grab ink and a, like a feather pen and a notebook and start dotting and writing. Like I'm not very good at writing necessarily. I talk real fast. That's how fast everything's going in my head, right? Like my, my head moves fast. And uh, so really for me to be able to do this, write a book that wasn't awful, like the first one, I had to do a lot of uh, like transcribing word to text. And it made me then be able to keep the authenticity, like your show is all about, uh, in, my, in my writing, because I didn't want to try to be a writer. I wanted to be me writing a book, two different things. It's, so I would say that. I would say stay to your structure. I love that you said that. I actually have a friend. Um, I don't know if you know her or not. Christy Cronin. She's in Travis's group that just wrote a book that's being released called Black Balloons. And she said that she wrote almost her entire book through transcription and Microsoft Word. So I love that you said that. And interestingly, the first for the first time at Unleash You, for the first time at any event, I went home every day or back to the hotel every day and transcribed my thoughts instead of trying to write them down. Because what I realized is that when I was trying to write down my thoughts, I would have squirrel moments. And what worked better for me was to transcribe and just like dump out everything that was in my mind and voice it. And then once I went to try to compile that transcription, I could go off on my rabbit holes because it was all recorded. So I love that idea. I had never thought about doing that before. And that's a selfish question because my book is coming. And so I was looking for um, your free advice. No, for you, I'll be glad to give it. (laughs) Well, I appreciate that. So let's talk about Unleash You for a minute. The organization of Unleash You. Unleash You now is obviously the um, live event, but Unleash You as a coaching program, where did that start? What was the kind of driving force behind that? And what are some of the things that you do and hope to accomplish with it? It's a funny story. Now, everything is Unleash You now. Uh, there we went, it's, uh, it, we made a branding decision that I was branding horribly. So everything is on the issue now, even though that was the live event, uh, I guess that idea wasn't as good as I thought. So the only issue now team, we, so what we believe is we all have greatness within us that needs to be tapped into and released to the world. So it's unleashing your greatness. And then the now is the best time is now. Well, the, the best time was years ago, but the second best time is now. It's almost like the tree idea. Best time to plant a tree 20 years ago. Second best time now. Love right? it. So, um, you know, what's funny. It's everybody creates like these movements to join, right? Join us here for this. And we created a movement to join you. Like, what dreams do you have? What goals do you have? Where do you want to get to? We want to be part of this. Like, how can we help? How can we add value? Like, how can we make some of the steps easier? All right. And uh, it, that's really what Unleash You Now is about, is to get you to your destination, to, to unleash your greatness on the world, or to help you get closer and get progress to it. And where can people find it if they want to check out your programs? UnleashYouNow.com. 
also Unleash You Facebook page. And we're old school. So a lot of our stuff is you're going to talk to one of us. Oh, no. Because, right? Yeah. Because we, it's, uh, we want to make sure you get exactly what, we're, what we do. You understand exactly what we do and make sure it's right for you. And that, and that what you're trying to do it for and seeking is right for us, right? Like it's not, it's because the reason why we have zero bad reviews for anything we've done is because it's not a money grab. We don't want everyone. We want, we want the ones that are, that are ready to unleash their, or, or start seeing that they, they have to go down this road to unleash their greatness. Some people aren't at that point yet. And there's nothing wrong with that. And some people feel like they're way past it. There's nothing wrong with that either. It's, but it's making sure it's right because, uh, because we have such a good guarantee where we actually lose a dollar, the, uh, the make a buck guarantee, uh, you get your money back plus a buck. Uh, the, we want to make sure it's right because the worst thing on earth is wasted time and we don't want anyone to waste their time with us. I love it so much. I am super excited. So I'm in the Know Your Business Facebook group, which if anybody mm -hmm. out there is an entrepreneur or has a business, you should go check out the Know Your Business Facebook group. It's great. I'm also super excited for the speaker program and the mastermind, mm. both of which I'm in. So mm -hmm. in full disclosure, as you guys listen to this, like, yeah. Um, but I'm super you're excited you're to see where this I appreciate that because you're definitely mine, whether you want to be or not. That might sound like stalkerish, but. <laughs> Thank God um, I don't not want because that would be weird. But I know, right? Like that's. that's that's always an uncomfortable conversation to have. Um, let, me, so, let me switch seats here. Let me ask you a question, right? Because we didn't have any paper um, because I don't read emails. There are no um, rules here. Right. So let me ask you a question. So the, my deal with the know your business group was after I got over a hundred people, I would start really pumping some, try to pump some value into it. Right. Uh, doing some more lives rather than just posts. So I did my first Facebook live in there this week. You did. And it was amazing. Right. How do you, what do you think of it? I, I thought no it was great. No one's told me anything this week about it. I'm like, no one liked it. Like, I was like, no, <laughs> I like, I'll do it again. No, I liked it a lot. And I think it was really valuable. I liked the idea of figuring out what people wanted so that you can make more detailed content rather. Cause I feel like so many times, and this is why, and I'm going to shamelessly plug here for a minute. This is why I ask for so many reviews on my podcast. It's not because I want the reviews. I mean, I do because Apple and all that stuff, but I really genuinely want to know what people want to hear. And so, so many times we sit there and we just talk and we're like, is, is this resonating with anybody? Like, will somebody please show me you have a heartbeat? And so um, when you said that, when you're like, dude, just comment below. And to be fair, I haven't commented below yet, but I will go back and do it. Um, but I thought you did a good job. Um, and I thought it was really informative. And I like where the direction is going to go with the group. Woo. Thank you. Success. Yes. Right. Winning. So moving Winning into streak. that. Right. Winning streak. So moving into that idea of success um, or that mention of success, this podcast is called More Than Corporate and it's about defining your own idea of success. And the question I ask everybody is what does success mean to you and how has that definition changed for you throughout your life? Oh, success to me right now is freedom. Um, and it's the freedom to be able to have the relationships I want to be able to impact and give the way I want, right? To be able to do things on terms that I decide or agree to rather than on others. 
right? So it's really, uh, it's, I use the word freedom and I feel like it's, that word is almost being played out, but it's to control the life I lead, Love it. right? Where I don't, I don't have to worry about who's dictating my time and way, the direction of my life at this moment. I love right? it. Which is so scary, much. right? Which is scary because how much it changed. Uh, when I was younger, it was how much destruction I could do or how, how long I could party or anything of that nature. And then it was how much money I could make. Uh, and, and then I finally grew up a little bit and I experienced enough of life. And I, the universe, the good Lord, whatever you want to call it, uh, cosmic wind, uh, I don't, trees, I, I don't care what you call it, right? It's, that got me, that gave me enough like warning. I won't even say warning shots. That hit me with enough shots where I finally was like, mercy. What am I supposed to do? Right? Like, <laughs> I know I'm a hard, I know I'm stubborn, hard headed. I get it. Right? Like, so, and that year was 2011. And that kind of what sent me down this road. That's awesome. And I love that you went on to define freedom because I was actually just having this conversation with somebody and I did a Facebook post uh, maybe like two or three months ago about mm. um, freedom because everybody says, oh, I want freedom. I want freedom. Well, mm. what does that mean to you? Mm-hmm. Um, because I know um, freedom was a big reason that I opened my law firm. I, I wanted freedom and I sure as hell got it, but I didn't get any clients, but I didn't have anything to do. I was free. And so then I had to like redefine, like figure out what freedom means to me because, um, and to me, it's a very similar thing. Like I just want the terrifying reality that I have 100% control over my life to me, that's freedom. Like knowing that I work harder than I've ever worked before, but that I get to decide when I do it is, mm-hmm. is freedom. And when I first opened my office, freedom was nobody's going to tell me what to do. Well, nobody includes me and I wasn't telling <laughs> me what to do and nothing was getting done. So, so I love that you defined that afterwards. Right. I work with a lot of businesses that has that idea. Like we, I call it the ribbon cutting effect. Yeah. Right. And it's like, you always think like you're going to cut that ribbon, your door's going to open and the masses are going to follow in and you're just like, aha, business. And uh, it's unfortunate. That's not how it works. No, it'd be so much easier. I wouldn't it though. Like it's so much wood. (laughs) So I think that we've um, talked about so much. We've definitely talked about a ton of authenticity and vulnerability um, and failure and lessons. But one of the things that I'm interested to know is how do you continuously push yourself out of your comfort zone intentionally? And how much importance do you think that has on your success? Oh, it's, it's huge importance. I like to say I do it all the time, but that's a lie. Uh, I do it. I actively seek to do it daily. And, and why is because I'm an extremist all the time, right? Like everything I do, I'm going to go all the way doing it. Uh, and it's, to me, it's funny you said that I was having this conversation an hour ago, two hours ago. And it's my life has been, I'm going to go all out. Like my first battle, like my first real slogan when I came to be a coach was, oh, every day, O-W-E every day. And it was outwork everyone every day. I love it. And right. And that's just like, that's just in me. Like, it's if life was just built on hard work, I, I would take any there. I don't know if I would have a, I don't know if I would consider someone a, a real like adversary in that in that line. 
uh, I wasn't very smart on how hard I worked. That was my, <laughs> that was my weakness. But it's really, you know, and I, I'm, I'm going to give some credit to Simon Sinek on this one. It's the infinite game because I'm not trying to be the best, right? Someone, I shared a post today where some guy said he was the best and then said there's guys better than him. And I was super confused by the whole post, but I got like two lines of it I really liked. So I'm like, I'm going to share this post. I don't really like it. It's, it's a lot to this that I, you could say to me and I would agree with you, but I like the point where he said you have to actively seek it. Like yes. you have to actively seek growth. You have to actually actively seek to get better. You have to actively seek to master your craft. You have to do those things in order to do it. Right. And I like that part of it. It was really too, I should have just copied and pasted those two lines and said, this dude said this and quote that, but I didn't actually share the whole post. And some of the posts was just not my style, but it's, and it's my thing is my best, right? When I'm the best is going to be the last day of my life. That's my best. It. That's when you're like, who was the best? that's when you get to say it. But until then, like my competition is me. Like I, I'm, I'm digging in, I'm working hard for me. I'm growing, I'm getting better. I'm investing in myself, right? Like it's, it's funny. People always say like, Oh, you know, you're part of Unleash You Now and you know, you have your own stuff. Do you, do you still like go to other people's stuff? I'm like all the time. Right. Like, and I'm, a, and I, you would say, this is like, I think everybody, I think everybody's an addict. Yeah, right? I, I agree. I, every person's an addict. It's what are you an addict to? And I'm a, like, I'm a junkie for knowledge, right? Like people here make fun of me. I get everybody's, anybody's, if you have something free, if you have a free, pro, I'm on everybody's email list, right? Because if there's a free something, I have it, I've read it, I highlighted it, I've, I've changed it to fit, right? Like I, I've, it, it's, it's ridiculous. And then like there's buy-ins and I, I've done, I've done small buy-ins. Like I, I just did a $10 buy-in or something like Dream 100 something. And then I did, and then there's thousands in that. Uh, like IPEC was 10 plus thousand. There, there's a hundred plus thousand mastermind. Like it, it's, re, it's sickening. And when I, if I really actually broke it down, I'd probably be sick with myself. But why I do that is because it's like, those are the things that, that's where I can find growth and knowledge. And you're gonna find it one of two ways. You're gonna be taught knowledge to be able, now that's not power, applied knowledge is Carnegie, right? But you're either going to be taught it and get it, or you're going to have to learn it. And learning it's normally going through it. Here's the problem with going through it. There's no timetable on when it'll start or end and how long you'll be in it to get it. And how long it'll take after it happened for you to get it. Well, and not only that, but if you don't have the knowledge, you don't, you don't know what you're supposed to get out of it. So it's like right. the knowledge combined with going through it, that's the superpower, but mm-hmm. the knowledge makes it easier to go through it. Oh, 100%. 100%. So it's, I, I, love, I love the personal development and personal growth space. It's, 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 my, it's, my, it's my thing, right? So it's every day I'm trying to grow uh, in, in so many different areas too. So people talk about growth and they're just like, no, I'm going through a big growth time, right? Like it's a growth spurt. <laughs> I'm just like, grow, how, like where, right? Like what? And, and it was like, what do you mean? What I'm growing I'm like personal growth. I'm like personal, what like personal is a lot relationship wise. Are you growing, are you growing emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally? How are you like, it's, we don't even, that, that's when I know it's like the seriousness of the talk. If someone's like, yo, I'm really going through a, a huge emotional growth. I'm like, 
all right, this person's going through a huge emotional growth. I'm in, right? And this person is just like, oh, I'm just going through a lot of growth. Like, what? Right? Like, you understand growth? Like, it's, it's right. a lot to it. And one of the things I always say is be very detailed, right? Like, it's, it's and one of the things we do, it's, it's the, a beginner's guide to live the life of their dreams, one of our freebies, right? And it, it talks about being so detailed in every aspect of where you are and where you want to get to. Right, because you need there's needs to be a start and a finish. Right, so your mind is logical, and right, I don't want to get real nerd talk because I'm a huge nerd, but your brain is logical. It's going to cut things down to make it logical for it, and it's it, it's you, you need a starting point. And that's where you are, and that's a hard thing because a lot of people don't want to be very honest about where they are, right? Because it's yep. it's sometimes painful, and then where you want to go? What's your mountaintop? What's your masterpiece? Right? What is this that you want to create? And then we can start trying to do some connected dots to get there, and. It's, I'm like, oh, relationships. And they're like, oh, yeah, relationships. I'm like, no, 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 relationships. All right, so romantic. All right, friendships. All right, family relationships, right? Like, and, and family relationships, that has something. So it's like me, it would be father, son, brother, right? Like, it's because it, there's different, you're different family to different people. It's not like you're all the same family to everybody, right? And your relationships with each are different. So you yeah. have to be honest about where you are and where you want to go in each of those. And then it's like, emotionally, all right, what? what what type of emotion right like are you not like i used to be really i thought i was so tough that i couldn't say i was upset so that type of emotion i was very weakened and now it's like now i sound upset about everything no, I'm, like, I'm, just, I'm just upset right like no okay. but it would be great if i did that i should start it would be really <laughs> but make sure you um, video that because i want to see your team's face when you're like i'm just upset yeah right and uh but now it's i've it, it in that area I've grown because when something is that I can, I accept it being it. I don't try to make it something else or hide it. And it's, I'm not a, I'm, I'm a very like, so I believe life is going to give us enough reasons to be serious. So I'm, I'm not very serious a lot. And because life's going to give us enough things to be serious about, I don't have to find them. Right. <laughs> so I'm going to just enjoy the time until I have to. And it's like, all right. Right. So and really I went all over on this, but it's being able to be super detailed in what areas and what's happening and where you want to go and where you are and the growth you want to see. And, and that will help you stay in the direction totally that you want to go. I love it so much. Um, there's a couple things I want to unpack there and, um, (laughs) talk about really quickly because, as far as like, if you still go to events and things to that effect, one of the biggest pieces of advice that was given to me was don't buy something from somebody who's not willing to buy the same thing from somebody else. So like if, if somebody's saying come to my event, but they don't think that it's valuable to go to events, then why are you going to their event? If somebody's asking you to buy my coaching program, but they don't think that having a coach is valuable enough to have one on their own, then why the hell are you buying their coaching program? And so when I see people that say, oh, I don't go to other people's events, like that's a huge red flag for me. I see that as a big issue. And then as far as just the detailed stuff, like it's so true. We are the easiest person to lie to. Like our lying to ourselves is the easiest thing. And I think that anybody out there who is willing to be real and honest with themselves can at least identify at least one time in their life where they have convinced themselves that something's true and it's not true. And so when you take that on a massive scale, and you look at how that can affect your business and your life and your relationships when really sometimes all it takes is somebody saying, you know, that's bullshit, right? Like 
you know that's not the way this happened. Um, and so I love that you talk about um, getting really detailed and having somebody help you get detailed because your brain needs that specific, and I'm a nerd too, so I'll make it short, but your brain needs that specific identified thing to focus on um, because it's the biggest little kid on the planet. And if you don't give it something very specific to focus on, it's going to find whatever it wants and it may not be what you want to focus on. So your brain, your brain takes lack of commitment, lack of uh, decision-making as hesitant. And that makes it want to protect you. So it's saying, oh, you're not all in. Why are they, why are they hesitating? It must be fear. It must be something there that can harm them. We have to save you. Like uh, I always talk about like the, being able to change your computer is it's hard. It's possible, but it's hard. Uh, like how you're programmed and we're programmed to protect ourselves. Yep. At like the, the most, the biggest, the, the grand scheme of it is to protect us. And it's one of the things uh, it's, we're programmed in a way that we believe we're helping ourselves even when we're hurting ourselves. It's uh, all too often. We think we're like, it's, I do this exercise with a lot of, of my clients and it's really because I need to figure out the feeling in which you're trying to feel, get. And normally through your goal, like the, when I, I'll, like I'll ask a simple question, like what's your biggest goal that you have that you want to complete? And through that goal, I can tell you that your brain has processed that as the thing you have to do in order to attain that. When in reality, you can get that feeling a hundred different ways, but your brain isn't letting you see that because they think you're seeking this item yeah. rather than this feeling. And if we know we want this, this is the island, this is a vessel, and we can have a million vessels get there. Yeah, absolutely. I love that so much. So I want to get into, and this is going to be real fun if you didn't get the email with the questions, but I want to get into a quick random round and let people get to know you a little bit. But before we do, one of the most impactful things that you talked about at Unleash You was the never die twice mentality. Can you tell everybody what that is really quick? Well, not even really quickly. I don't care whether it's quick or not. Can you tell everybody what that is and why it's important to you? Right. So it goes off a great, uh, an old Indian proverb, but then it was brought back by Macklemore in a song. He said, you never die twice. The first time, uh, he said you die twice. The first time is uh, the last breath you take, which we all have to pay that in. That's part of life, right? The second time is the last time someone mentions your name. And when you really think about that, it's like, okay, so that doesn't go into how much money you have because there's been, uh, who, who was, all right, so now it's Bezos. Who was the third, who was the wealthiest man when they died? And it's oh, like, hell, I don't yeah. know. Hell, no one does. So that's not that, right? That's not, that's not impact. It's what's your legacy. And then it was his. And unfortunately, no one really remembers it. And so he died twice, even though he thought, that was something probably at a time, right? And it's uh, one of the things I always bring up is I bring up Abraham Lincoln and everybody knows Abraham Lincoln. And then I say, who's the 21st president? And like one out of a hundred knows. And I'm like, and that's, they can have the same exact job and it's a huge job. And you could forget one very easily and no one forgets the other. And that's the kind of impact you want to leave that'll make you, that makes you live forever. So you don't ever die twice. And that, that's kind of the idea of it. I love that so much. Um, and, and I will tell you that had a huge impact on me because I, there were so many things that unleash you that were said that helped with my idea of dealing with my dad's loss and my dad's death. 
one of the really biggest things was that never die twice mentality because I realized that I had been holding on to his memory for that purpose, that it was trying to figure out, like, I don't ever want to forget him. I don't ever want to do that. And in that process, I was holding on so tight that I wasn't living my life. And once I stepped back and realized that that never die twice mentality is honoring them through what you do and the, the things that you create and making sure that as you do the things that you're doing in your life, you're honoring their memory in doing that. All of a sudden, like everything lined up. There's a line in Mark Manson's book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Have you read it yet? Mm-hmm. So where he talks about his friend and having the dream, like his friend dies and he's having the dream that he's sitting with his friend and he says, um, I'm really sorry that you died. And his friend said, why are you so sorry that I died when you're still too afraid to live? And I feel like the never die twice mentality, if we embrace that instead of sitting in their memory, that it allows us to live our life and remember them at the same time. And listen, like you still say stories about your pops. Right? Oh, yeah. you, like, you still think about them, right? You still do things in your, in, I, would, I, I mean, I don't know, but I would take a, 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 an imaginary guess and say almost daily that are thought of because of your pops or tradition because of that or because of the feeling in which you have because of it, right? And how your life is because of it, right? That you do almost every day. And I, that's, that's and now, like I said, that's just a random guess by me. I could be way off. No, you're uh, not. I, and it's, that's, that's him living. Yeah. Right? Like, that's him still here. And the way you're doing that, that's what, that's what maintains him still being here. Absolutely. And it's like, right? It's like when I talk, I tell stories about my dad because uh, there's a lot of great stories about me trying to outsmart my dad. My dad was way smarter. And it's, that's him living. He's still here. He's still, he's still making impact. Love it. Love it so much. And yeah, the difference really comes in the fact, not that you're not talking about them or thinking about them, but the emotional connection behind why. Like once you can do that with a purpose without breaking down and having that emotional failure. Um, So anyways, that got a little off topic, but I love your um, never die twice mentality. So what I really want to do if you're down is do a quick random round, let everybody get to see inside the head of Michael Faber for a little bit. (laughs) I love random. All right. So what profession other than your own, do you think it would be fun to attempt? Circus. A circus. uh, Yeah. When I was younger, I actually thought about joining the circus. I learned to juggle and uh, I thought it'd be really cool just to travel around, make people laugh and give people a break from their life and just then just travel and see the world doing it. Can you still juggle? Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's my challenge to you. The next time we see each other, which might be at Unleash You, I expect a juggling act. Thank you. I'll, and I'll be in Vegas, I think, twice. Oh, that's right. You're um, coming out for Thrive. Right. I'm Thrive and something else I'll be in Vegas. I got to remember what else it is. But something else I'll be in Vegas for, too. So it'll probably be before that. I'll, I'll try to bring juggling balls with me. Awesome. I'm super stoked for that. Um, if you could time travel, where would you go and why? Man, I said I was going to copy Cam and I forgot what he said. Um, the uh, You know, I'm very old school. So I would either go, and I'm a history buff. Man, this is so hard. Uh, can I say a couple? Yeah, um, go ahead. I would love to meet Abraham Lincoln just to battle all the things he did in, in the physical world and the mental world. Um, 
and I would go and I would I'd go and I would kick the gun out of the guy's hand that tried to through his hand that uh, that shot him that assassinated him, uh, and then I'd be a hero forever. But the uh, no, but he he's a, I, I would love to see in person what the mindset was of of that era and time, just because we feel it now. But was it different then? I imagine it probably was. Uh, so that uh, Kennedy, um, Kennedy, and um, uh, like World War II era, Winston Churchill, FDR, those guys. Just I, yeah, I could just you could tell I'm a, a history buff and a nerd. The, and then the 1920s. Uh, I'm one of the few people I have that I talk about. I have like family in the Ma Museum. Okay. Right? Like uh, yeah, and that's in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, by the way, and I actually got to go to when I was out there. I took my mom to it where she got to see some of her that she literally like knew, 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 like hung out with all the time, knew that were in there. She was like, "This is a crazy gift, but thank you." Right. Like, um, but 1920s, like the Roaring Twenties, we're getting to 2020s now, where every time I think I'm very original and I find out a bunch of people created things already <laughs> that I'm like, "Damn it!" But it, it's that that time where that just seems like. Uh, even in wrong, people were very stand up. Like even when they did something wrong, you got them wrong. They're like, "Ah, you got me, right?" Like it's uh, it. So I would like to experience that and see if it really is what I feel like it was. Love it. All right. Do you prefer reading books or listening to audiobooks when you consume content? Mm, both. But I will say this: there is something about I am a highlighter freak. Like I use different colors for different reasons, right? Like. Uh, so there is something about having the book in hand and being able to really dissect it. But I listen to audiobooks a lot when I'm driving. Uh, sometimes I'm the guy that I listen to audiobook, then go buy the, the hard book and then read the hard book just to highlight. The I, I thought I was the to. only one that did that. So nope. I'm really glad you say that because I find one that really speaks to me and I'm like, okay, now I got to And I do, I carry yeah. around my highlighters and I actually put, okay, this is how big of a nerd I am, but I know you'll love this because I think right. we have the nerd thing in common. Mm -hmm. So um, I take post-it notes and I put like a stack of post-it notes in the, like the big ones with the lines on them in the back cover of every book that I read. And then I pull <laughs> it off and I put it on the page and like take notes on the page because like nice. there's not enough room. So yeah. Right. What personality trait has been most helpful to you throughout your life? Phew, that's a good one most helpful. Um, I would say that that hard work, right? Like that's been bred in me. My dad, a lot of my family was military. It was always, you're going to be judged by your actions, right? So uh, it's not, don't talk, even though I, I talk a lot of noise, but don't just talk it, live it, like by your actions, what are you going to do? And uh, I'm very dedicated to my purpose. Love it. Uh, so uh, I would say I would say that that would be my uh, that would be my thing. Also, a little trick I do with books. Sorry, going back, uh, I get a gift card when I start my book, and I use a gift card as my bookmarker. And at the end, I get to use the gift card. Oh, I like that a lot. I like it a lot. I'm right? gonna start doing that. What What are you reading now? Or actually, the better question is, if you had to give a book recommendation to people, what book recommendation would you give? I'm going to give Simon Sinek another plague, uh, another plague, another plug. <laughs> sure, I don't give him a plague. I like the guy. No, I mean, I don't really know him, but I, I like what I know of him. Uh, I would say uh, start with why. Love it. Love Just it. Because I think it's important for people to think of that part of them. Because it's really, uh, like I said, when I spoke, everything starts in 
the bad starts in, the good starts in, like it all starts in. And if you could figure out like what, and I mean, really what's your why, which is a very painful thing. If you don't cry when talking about your why, you don't have it, right? Um, and uh, it, that book really makes you do, or if you really let it, if you go all in on the book you read, that one really gets you. So I say that one just because I think anyone at any time can read that and gain something from it. But I mean, I'm a nerd, so there's a bunch of books that I would say read. I like know, when you're like, so what book are you reading right now? I'm reading seven books. Like I love it. And I love that you're reading multiple books because I feel like I do the same thing. Like I'm reading something and then I got to bounce to something else and then I bounce mm -hmm. back. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm a music freak. So I always have to ask mm -hmm. this question. What is um, a song that you're listening to now that, that pumps you up and motivates you? Ooh, man, there's so many good ones. Uh, and I, I mean, I have literally soundtracks, like uh, song lists made in uh, Apple Music that I listen to like, all right, I need to be, I need to be real focused today. These are the play the focus list, right? Like, like those songs really make me focus, right? Like, oh, I need, I need to be amp. Let's get amp. Like I need to, I need to reach that decimal in order to reach the people. So we're riding to this event. Let's listen to this. Right. And uh, so that's really tough. If you, if you said like one song, man, there's so many good ones. I know. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give Nipsey Hussle a little credit because I love Nipsey Hussle. And uh, so a little RIP for Nipsey. Hustle and motivate. Awesome. Awesome. And last but definitely not least, where can people find you if they want to connect with all the awesomeness of Michael Faber? Uh, I don't think America's Funniest Video is on anymore, so you probably have to go to social media and find me. You can get me on uh, the Coach Mike Faber um, pretty much on every social media site there is. I have the Coach Mike Faber, uh, and you can find me there. Definitely, if you ever want to talk or anything, I'm one of the few weirdos. Like I post my email address. I post my phone number. Like if you need to talk, I'll be there. So you can always reach out to me. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you coming on and I would encourage everybody. Like I know that there's so many people that say, feel free to reach out to me, but I know Mike enough to know that like he means it. So I would encourage everybody to go check out his Facebook page. He adds massive value on his Facebook page. And I know that you'll be able to find something that will help push you through whatever you're working on personal or business. So go check him out there. And I really appreciate you coming on the show. Oh, it was my pleasure. You have an awesome show. I, I, I'm finally now I can talk a little noise to Cam because Cam's been telling me how he's first he already did it and it's already played. And like, where's my show? I was like, oh man. So uh, it, it didn't really help that we had to reschedule like three times either. So <laughs> right. The, uh, the, I thought I was hitting the wrong button. The, the, the idea uh, of your show and what it's about and how you do it, it's really unique. Um, and I enjoy that. And it, it was, it was, I was actually excited to be, and I was excited to be part of this. And that's uh, from a lot of different podcasts. And I, I did a podcast for like 15 years. I was in sports podcasting for 13 or 14 that I did two years of a motivational, inspirational podcast. Uh, they're trying to get me to do it again. I'm trying not to. And uh, the uh, the podcast world is much more in depth now uh, than it was when I was just having fun. Uh, but uh, you do it in a way that I really respect in a field that I was in for, in a space that I was in for a long time. Uh, so it was it was my pleasure to be here. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. That means a lot. 
Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the show. I hope that something that was said resonated with you or provided value to you in one way or another. I'd love to hear more about your thoughts on the show. You can reach out to me on Facebook or Instagram at Amber Furman. Also, I've created a Facebook community for followers of the show to interact with me and other members of the community. You can find that on Facebook at More Than Corporate. So go ahead and join that group if you'd like to stay up to date on podcast happenings and meet some really cool people. Again, thanks so much for tuning in.